Absent-mindedly tried to cover my mug with a bottle cap today and my students saw please send help. This week I've been told I look like Sharon Stone, Miley Cyrus and Ashton Kutcher. The trifecta. I just snored but was wide awake is this aging? Husband said I wear my confidence like Michael Scott wears his favorite jeans on Fridays. Welcome to Tweet Victory, with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio, and I am joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I am going to set the timer for five minutes. Um, This is going to be a little bit different episode. Um, We didn't record last week. Right. Um, And you want to talk a little bit about why we didn't record last Friday? Um, Yeah. So just um, as everyone in Minnesota, and it seems like the world is aware, (laughs) um, Minneapolis and St. Paul have been... um, experiencing a lot of of pain and sadness and and sorrow coming out of the murder of George Floyd. Um, Was that over a week now? Yeah, a week, week and a half ago. Um, And so with the protests and and some riots, um, it just felt like it wouldn't, this podcast veers into silly and strange, and it felt very um, tone deaf to be going in that direction. Right. And we won't be going in that direction today. So right. I'm going to read the tweet of the week, and then um, I kind of want to hear a little bit about what the last week has been like uh, been like for you in terms of some of the places you've been and people you've talked with. Mm-hmm. Um, so this comes actually from last Friday, uh, May – or I think it was actually the on Sunday, May 31st. Um, you wrote, uh, wrote a little something with tips for how to tangibly and immediately help our cities. Please add more resources and advice in the comment section on the page. And then um, you you link it to a blog post yep. that you wrote. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, I, it's hard to know where to start. Um, it, it's also hard to kind of make sense of the last like 10, 10 days, two weeks, whatever, um, when you are living in it. I don't know if you feel that way too. It's hard to know what the scale of everything is when we're in the center, like we're in the epicenter of, of a huge civil rights like movement that's mm-hmm. starting, starting up again. Um, so, um, I guess it was probably Thursday and Friday last week where, um, Mike, my husband and I decided like we should go check out, um, you know, what's happening on Lake Minnehaha, what's happening in Midway, like these main areas of impact, um, from protests and riots. And then when we were there, we noticed that there were a ton of food drives and donation sites, um, and social media has been really helpful in directing people in the right, um, in the right areas of need, um, and for volunteering. So, We've just been trying to do that. It it lines up with the semester ending. So I have a lot more free time. Um, and so I've just been trying to figure out um, how to get people to places where they can help. And I don't – you used to live in Midway. Is that right? Yes. Yep. So I don't know. Have you been down there at all? I haven't, no. Okay. Um, but I did I, – I mean, I, uh, they, were, they would often um, on the news be filming in – uh, that was an area yeah. in St. Paul that they filmed a lot. So, and then even reading online, you know, when they would talk about pl- uh, stores and things like this, I was like, oh yeah, th- I know that exact yep. place. I mean, yep. um, as far north as uh, Minnehaha, 
uh, and Snelling, there's a pharmacy there that was destroyed. That was really close to our house. Right. House, yeah, yeah. You were close to the university over there, right? Yep. Or the college? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. It's, it was interesting that next morning, I think it was maybe Thursday night when um, the third precinct in Lake Minnehaha was um, like up in flames. And then there was some fires starting in, in Midway too. And I was like, Mike, we got to go drive through and just kind of see. And in the morning, it was like 8 a.m. And there's just this billowing smoke. Like you could see in different parts of the city. Uh, these like just big still in the, into the day. Um, we got like headaches. We got sore throats by just driving around and breathing in some of that just for a very short time. So I can't imagine living in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just... At the same time, what I think a lot of people potentially aren't seeing is a lot of the community like rising up and helping. Um, I think we we go onto um, our phones or on TV and we see destruction and we see violence. But uh, a lot of the protesters after a night of protesting come back the next day and they clean up. And that's been really encouraging for me um, to see uh, there were so many people in like a Minnehaha that had shovels and brooms. Like there were so many that people were just walking around aimlessly, like not knowing what to do. And I think that 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 narrative is really important uh, for people to understand that, like, yes, there's a lot of destruction and pain. And yes, this is going to be impacting the lives of people living in in those areas for a long time. Um, so immediate action is really important. So is long-term action. Uh, but knowing that people are rising up and actually helping is really just a sweet kind of silver lining to a lot of this. So one of the things you mentioned in the tweet, I mean, two words that I think are important, uh, practical and tangible. Yeah. Um, so can you give some examples of, of some of that? Yeah. So um, there's kind of two main sites that are both churches. Um, and one in Minneapolis, one in St. Paul, and you can, they have donation hours throughout the day. Um, and they're really good about posting on social media what they need. So the first is Bethlehem Lutheran. I don't, you probably are aware. That's where our church meets. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right behind the Spruce Tree building on Roy Street, I think, right? Um, Mm -hmm. so it's like University and Snelling and Midway. And they have by far the most organized donation site I've seen. They Every day they have hundreds of volunteers coming through. They have um, thousands of dollars of food and emergency supplies and household supplies coming through. Um, and what they do is they sort and they bag everything there. And then they send it out to apartments, to um, like food shelves, to anything in the area that they're connected to where they know it'll get into the hands of people that are are living through a lot of destruction right now. Um, so Bethlehem Lutheran's one place and then Holy Trinity Church. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but mm-hmm. they're like basically right at the, the crossroads of Lake and Minnehaha and, um, doing the same thing, except theirs is more drop off and then grab and go for people in the community. So for instance, um, the day after the big fires broke out there, the apartment next to Holy Trinity, um, all of their power went out. And so they were looking for like things like flashlights, toilet paper, bottled water, like all of these essential items because residents couldn't go anywhere. And then at the same time, places like Target and Cub Foods are closed down for safety, right? Because in light of looting, they have severely reduced hours. So it created this kind of food desert in these impacted areas. So the need was for people to go out into suburbs or even farther, like third, fourth tier suburbs, grab food and bring it into the city so that we don't exhaust uh, what the grocery stores had at that time for people. So, um, yeah, so so donations are great. Um, you can volunteer and you can distribute these goods to places of need. 
Um, Mike the other day went to Bethlehem Lutheran and sat and sorted rice into smaller bags of rice. And it was like the most Mike task ever. He was like, yeah, I don't have to talk to anybody. I'm just like sitting here sorting rice. Um, and, and it felt like progress was being made in a small way, right? Um, and so those are some options, obviously protesting. Um, I think in the blog that I wrote, I had um, some ways that you can fund racial justice, some ways that you can contact and some of this has changed, right? Like every single day, things are changing. Every single, single hour, the needs of these different donation sites are shifting. Um, or, you know, um, shift, uh, the case being moved from, um, the DA to Attorney General Keith Ellison. Like there are some changes. And so you have to go through that blog if you want to and kind of consider like what has changed in the last week, um, and who you can contact. And there's also organizations like NAACP that Mike and I have been helping too. Um, they need things like fire extinguishers or they need um, uh, flashlights or safety vests for these f- homes that are nearby suspicious activity um, and or, or uh, BIPOC, so um, Black, Indigenous, People of Color families that are living in impacted areas. They, they need to amp up safety for them uh, or, or their businesses. Um, so Emergency supplies are important, distributing everything, um, giving safe rides to protesters before curfew. There's like so many ways and you can literally just text me or email me (laughs) and I would love to help because for me, I know I'm talking a lot, but for me, it's like I'm 28 and I've been inactive for 28 years and that's not okay. And, And it took my city being on fire and it took another black man being murdered for me to wake up. And and that shouldn't be the case. I should have been awake a long time. And so um, I, I could have been spending those 28 years uh, absorbing and consuming stories by people of color, um, by black Americans. I could have been having hard conversations with my family members, uh, but I haven't. And so now um, I feel like I need to do something. And maybe those are small things. And I know that there's a lot of ways that I can learn and grow. Um, but you got to start somewhere, right? And so I don't really think that we have a luxury, especially as white people, of being inactive right now. So we're going to put a link to this um, blog post in the episode description. Um, so if you want to find that, um, what are other ways people can find um, find the thing you wrote, but find other things as well? Um, social media. So... I know social media is a pain in the butt <laughs> and like I know you you hate like Facebook you are like you're on Twitter for this podcast alone right right yes um so uh it is a pain however there is so much good information um especially information that is firsthand so a lot of people are posting videos that are undoctored of protests of riots of um donations of volunteering you can find all of that in various places. I would say Twitter is a really good spot. Um, yeah, just have to be open to going maybe beyond the the handles that you're watching right now and, and trying to find some of that really good information, which I could I would love to help you uh, or point people in the direction of. Um, and then Instagram too. People have been sharing links to donating. Um, they've been sharing like oh uh, black owned um, small businesses or restaurants or whatever to uh, support at this time. It's really great. It's super encouraging. I'm posting all the time on my story. So um, you can certainly follow me. And that's a good place to start because I'm it's not me posting. I'm usually just reposting other people's great info. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if you want to be directed in the right in the right way, I would say go on Instagram, even though it sometimes sucks. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this is the this is the 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 pro and cons of these things. Yeah. We, we often see the the darkest parts of humanity in the same places that we see some of the best parts. Absolutely. You know, that those, we, we see that contrast. Um, and, and, um, yeah. So, uh, so take, uh, advantage of some of those opportunities to, to learn more, to find ways that, that you can help out. Any last message before we wrap this up? I would say if you're trying, I know that this is a polarizing time and there's a lot of information coming from a lot of different sides. I would say, the first place to start, and I'm talking as a white person, um, but I would say for white people, the first place to start is listen to stories of BIPOC people. And those are the ones you should repost. And those are the ones you should should first look to before going to anything else, right? Because that's firsthand experience of, of a racially unjust system. All right. Well, thank you so much for, for sharing. This is a, a very different episode yeah, of the show. Than, tone, very different tone than right, normal. Right, right. And, you know, We'll see where things go as yeah. we go forward. Um, but if you want more of this information, uh, what is – this is how little I know. Like, do you have, like, an Instagram handle? Oh, is that the same type of thing? Or God, yes. I didn't think I'd have to say it. Um, Annie Berg Flames. Okay. And Flames has a Z. Okay. So, wow. Um, it's really stupid, but I promise you can trust me. Uh, yep. So – at Annie Berg Flames with a Z. Okay. And uh, yep. you should be following at Annie underscore Berglund on uh, Twitter.com. Um, you can always get a hold of us at channel3900 at gmail.com. So email. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, Truly reach out if you have questions. Absolutely. And I will be – I'm the person who um, – uh, who monitors that mailbox, <laughs> but I'll send things on to Annie. If you have specific messages for her, I'll, I'll send those things on to her. Um, that's all the time that we have for this week. We'll be back again next week with we don't know what, but we'll be back with more Tweet Victory. Maybe bird facts. Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. Mm-hmm.